0: The cat and mouse approach to trying to stop the pandemic is pushing people over the edge. Lockdowns, reopenings, then more lockdowns. Every time the numbers start to go down, government eases off in the restrictions, and then the numbers go right back up again. This has been going on for a year now. Layoffs, businesses forced to close their doors or adapt to online curbside strategies, parents playing teacher to their kids, social separation. It's been a tough year, and the challenges are far from over for many. Hello, I'm Mike Montague and this is Who Moves You? The podcast about real estate and the real estate market in South Central Ontario. In spite of the pandemic and all its barriers and challenges, it's been somewhat of a phenomena that people have continued to purchase and sell homes. Areas north of the GTA are seeing homes sell as quick as the signs go on the line and most are selling for over the list price. It's totally the opposite from what i had expected we would see when the pandemic first reached our shores a year ago i honestly expected that the pandemic would slow down real estate markets as most did realtors they've been working hard under the whole new set of limiting rules and protections yet somehow we've managed to keep what is now the strongest element of our overall economy in canada moving forward much of the current motivation behind the home purchasing happening north of the gta it existed well before the pandemic, and I expect it will continue to exist when it is all over, though the sense of urgency and determination that we have seen from buyers over the past year is definitely a result of the pandemic. Barry and the Simcoe County region and many outlying regions of the GTA and the Greater Golden Horseshoe area have been seeing a steadily increasing flow of buyers looking to trade in big city life, For the quieter pace, lower price, lower density living offered here in the Barrie area and elsewhere. At the same time, people who are already living in these smaller communities that many are looking to flock to seem to be more content than ever to just stay put in their homes. The consequence has been a greatly diminished volume of listing inventory, that is, the number of homes for sale at any given moment. The pent-up demand has resulted in bidding wars on homes for sale and home prices being driven even higher. Home renovations are up dramatically in South Central Ontario. Many are now stepping up their kitchen game and are discovering heightened levels of reward and satisfaction from home cooking. While Sherry and I have spent small fortunes at Costco on a number of occasions over the past year, we have a nearly perfected strategy that puts about two months between having to make major grocery store runs and we have no doubt netted considerable savings by eating almost all of our meals at home over the past year mind you i am looking forward to walking into a restaurant again on a saturday morning and ordering up breakfast enjoying a dinner on a patio on a warm evening surrounded by tables of people overhearing conversations uh i'm looking forward to a lot of things that before the pandemic i just took for granted Seeing the expression on people's faces when you pass them by on the street. Greeting people once again with a handshake or a hug. Live music, dinner parties, visiting my father, family, planning a vacation and getting on a plane. Two thirds of the weekday traffic on my street is now UPS, Purillator, or other delivery vehicles back and forth dropping off packages of every imaginable size at the front door. Prior to the pandemic, an online purchase was a rare thing in my home. Now it's become such a routine occurrence that a few times I have been totally surprised to find a package on the step that I forgot I'd even ordered. The one question on the minds of many when it comes to real estate as we look ahead is, will we see residential real estate prices begin to drop at some point? Year over year prices in South Central Ontario have risen steadily for more than two decades. Media loves generating headlines declaring the bubble is going to burst any minute. I've heard that in each of the 21 years I've been a realtor, but could they be right this time around? As much as we need and as much as I'd like to see some affordability return to local real estate, I don't expect home prices are going to fall. Most of what feeds housing demands in our region is likely going to continue beyond the pandemic. We have a steadily growing Canadian population for starters. Hundreds of thousands of new Canadians arrive each year from around the world. Most are educated and likely will work high paying jobs after they arrive. And most have the financial means to buy real estate. Our largest generation, the Millennials, are at the point where many are starting families and have expectations of a home to live in and raise a family. They are quickly becoming the largest segment of the population buying homes in Canada. Assets of over a trillion dollars have started to and will continue over the next 20 years to be passed from the baby boomer generation on down to the next generation in Canada. That's money that's going to be entering into circulation in the economy and a lot of that money will likely be spent on real estate related uh, expenses. More and more of us will be working remotely for all or part of our work week in the future, prompting many to move to smaller, more affordable cities and communities. The cost of borrowing for a mortgage is expected to remain low for some time to come. So these things, when you combine them all, lead me to believe that for the foreseeable future anyways, and by that I mean at least the next five to 10 years, the demand for real estate is going to remain strong throughout South Central Ontario. Even as new housing inventory is built, and even if we entered into a full-blown recession, these influences will at best flatten or slow the curve a little on rising housing prices. But dropping prices, I just don't see it happening. That is the residential side of real estate. Some areas on the commercial side of real estate, however, are facing far more different and possibly significant challenges. The volume of urban office space in our economy required to function is going to decrease considerably in my opinion. While some businesses who have had employees working remotely from home during the pandemic will return to having their staff coming into work in the office in their cubicles once again after the restrictions have been been lifted. Many others are discovering that there's some very real and in some cases significant cost efficiencies to be found with the work from home arrangement. Add to that the many who have been working from home remotely and who are going to want to continue with this setup if they're able to for the many conveniences and cost savings that they're realizing. Many businesses are going to see their office space requirements continue to shrink. Many are already restructuring whereby instead of all staff all the time utilizing high cost per square foot company space to do their job, smaller spaces where different divisions of companies can work in-house on specific days while the rest of the time they work remotely, say the financial team comes in on a select day of the week or month while other departments utilize the same space on alternate days. The amount of needed office space could be cut dramatically. These changes, in addition to the many financial casualties of the pandemic, will see office space vacancy rates climb, particularly in downtown office towers. How this plays out over time remains to be seen, but anyone who still has money in commercial real estate investment trusts may want to have a talk with their financial planner as well as their real estate agent about safer investment opportunities for the time being. Retail leasing could face difficult economic times as our bricks and mortar shopping habits continue to evolve. Many retail tenants have and will continue to fold as a result of limits imposed in response to COVID-19. Another result of the pandemic is a great increase in online shopping. Many product producers are choosing to sell direct to the consumer by way of the internet, eliminating the retailer from the process and saving themselves as much as 34 and 40% by doing so. The ones who are successfully seeing good numbers through the online sales direct-to-the-consumer will continue to do so. More and more are going to make direct sales through e-commerce, their main and, in some cases, their only method of selling. Even before the pandemic, we saw numbers of major retailers closing down. Sears, Toys R Us, Eaton's were likely to see numbers of shopping malls across the country over the next few years begin to show, shut down. The ones that survive are going to have to drastically reimage and reinvent themselves to the public. My own vision of malls in the future is going to be a hybrid of a community center, let's say, where you may see pools, gyms, theaters, convention rooms interspersed with retail. The ones that are unable to reinvent themselves successfully will probably see their buildings become distribution centers for online commerce, or the lands repurposed for residential or a mix of residential and commercial. Residential neighborhoods and multi-residential developments to come are more likely to have a retail element to them that will cater to our most basic consumable purchase needs. Impacts of the pandemic on industrial real estate are a little more difficult to read. The overall economic health, both domestically and areas we explore to are the barometers for our industrial health. The last element of real estate I wanna talk about here is multifamily residential. With the entry price for a detached home rising to levels out of reach for more and more people over time, the alternative for many is going to continue to be rent or buy into a multi-residential condominium unit. Low-rise townhomes and condominium developments tend to be less expensive entry points into home ownership, but if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that the condo experience for many is a short-lived love affair. We have seen increasing numbers of downtown Toronto condo dwellers selling to make the move to the suburbs and beyond looking for the more traditional home experience that comes with a yard and a deck, a place for the hot tub and a vegetable garden. Oh yes. The belief that millennials were showing a genuine preference for multi-residential turned out to be just one step in their plans to eventually own a traditional detached home. And COVID seems to have stirred the hornet's nest with a large number of condo dwellers choosing not to wait but to buy a new home now. They have made up a significant percentage of the buyers coming into the Barry and Simcoe County regions over the past year, shopping for detached homes. There's always going to be demand in a market for multi-residential developments, but government at the provincial and municipal levels who have been pushing this notion that multi-level living is the wave of the future should by now hopefully start seeing and realizing that it's merely a stop along the way for many and all future residential planning is going to require a balance of all types of housing. The new normal for residential real estate will be much like the old normal. Though as more and more opt to live away from the GTA, we're going to see population levels climb in towns and cities in the outlying areas. The ability and the choice to work from home will see people pushing further out into more remote areas to live. And cottages in Ontario will see increasing conversions to year-round homes. Commercial real estate will see a lot of transition and like, likely some struggle as our work and shopping habits change. If you're thinking of selling a home, consider that we have likely reached a peak in demand, as I expect inventory levels of homes for sale are going to begin to grow, softening the demand for any one home as more and more choices become available. That too will see multi-offer situations fade away and buyers regaining some control of their negotiation ability when making an offer, something we have not seen for more than a year. If you're thinking of buying or selling a house, by all means, give me a call. I'd love to help you out. I'm never too busy for your business or for your referrals. I'm Mike Montague, and this is Who Moves You. Thanks for listening.